Welcome to another episode of Playing with Research in Health and Physical Education. Today's guest is Dr. Sarah Barnard Flory, who is with the University of South Florida and also one of our collaborators here on the podcast. She shares with us her research about culturally responsive pedagogy in teacher education programs. And it's a fascinating article. I hope you enjoy. Stick. Hi, we're here with uh, Dr. Sarah Barnard Flory from the University of South Florida. Uh, we'll be discussing her 2016 article titled Professional Socialization Experiences of Early Career Physical Educators. Uh, thank you so much for joining us to talk about your article. Thanks, Risto. Happy to be here. So, can you just give a brief background of the research preceding this article to kind of acclimate us? Sure. Um, my doctoral research program was in an urban school setting, an urban community, and we had done a lot of other research about the challenges of teaching in urban schools and what specific things sort of might be true in urban schools that don't happen in suburban or rural schools. And we also noticed that we saw a lot of teachers leaving urban schools. And so I was very interested in finding out what what else was happening? What what were those reasons for, for leaving uh, teaching positions in urban schools? Okay. So you talk about a couple of different terms here. So can you just explain real quickly of what a teacher professionalization program is? Sure. Uh, teacher professionalization is just sort of a catch-all term for a physical education teacher education program and all of the experiences that a, a student might experience throughout their teacher training, whether that's coursework, uh, internships, things like that. Okay, great. And you talk about two uh, specific theories in here. One is culturally relevant physical education. Can you talk briefly about that? Sure. Culturally relevant physical education is a dynamic process that we studied uh, to kind of consider all of the different ways that teachers in schools where they may not uh, look like or have the same experiences as their students might need to consider. So it's understanding the community where you are teaching. It's understanding uh, the the cultural differences or distance that might ex exist between a teacher and a student, and then enacting strategies to sort of bridge that distance to make school experiences um, more meaningful to students from diverse backgrounds. Okay, great, thank you. And you also talk briefly about occupational socialization theory, and I don't expect you to talk about the whole entire theory, but can you kind of just give an understanding of what that is in brief? Occupational socialization uh, is sort of all of the experiences that contribute to someone becoming a teacher. And those happen uh, from the moment that someone begins elementary school, for example, all the way up until they complete their teaching degree. So um, I break it down into three different phases, um, the pre-professional socialization, all the things that happen in, in you know, K-12 experiences, the um, the professional socialization experience, which is that, you know, that brief amount of time where you're trained to become a teacher. And then uh, the third phase is like that, that those first few years of, of being a teacher where you're still sort of figuring everything out and learning the ropes and, and, and applying all the things that you've potentially learned in your professional socialization program. Okay, great. 
So what really led you to doing this study and what were you trying to find out? Um, so again, being in an urban environment, uh, we, I knew that there was a lot of, um, a lot of challenges, a lot of uh, struggles that were, were occurring in, in schools, in school physical education programs. And the, the community, the area where I was, there was a lot of, um, I don't want to say racial segregation, but there were a lot of, just like in the rest of the United States, there were a lot of uh, urban schools with diverse student populations that were being taught by uh, non-diverse, mostly white middle-class teachers. And so I was really interested in finding out um, how are these teachers sort of navigating their way through some of these challenging experiences? And so can you tell us a little bit about how uh, how you went about discovering this? So what did you do in this specific study? Sure. Um, I looked to find uh, teachers who were uh, um, not brand new to urban environments, but that weren't... Um, weren't so much on autopilot, if you know what I mean. They were they were young teachers, young career, early career teachers that maybe had between um, ideally like three and eight years of teaching experience uh, so that they could reflect on some of their early experiences, but also, uh, you know, we're still open to a lot of different things. And because of the circumstances in the district, uh, I believe the teachers I worked with had a, an, on average about six years of teaching experience because uh, at the time of the research, there were a lot of layoffs happening. And so these were like the newest, the freshest teachers that we we had the opportunity to work with. And so I identified three teachers at three different urban charter schools um, in the area. And I would spend three days a week with them for six weeks at a time, observing them all day, uh, having conversations, you know, in between classes, taking notes, and then doing uh, at least one interview per day that was re audio recorded. And then I would transcribe to sort of look for patterns and, and listen for things that were either a help to them in teaching in a, a challenging situation or that was a struggle for them. Okay. And you ended up writing case studies about these three individual ones and then comparing those across different settings, different individuals, correct? Yeah, I definitely wrote uh, cases up for each teacher to sort of capture um, a, a big picture of what their teaching was all about and and how they were able to um, either find success with their students or what, what their struggles were in each of their school settings. Okay, great. And so you had three themes emerge from your study um, and all of your data analysis. So can you explain and describe those three themes to us? I would love to describe those three themes. Um, the three themes that really emerged, the first was uh, a lack of sociocultural coursework um, during the professional socialization um, program. So all three teachers, uh, none of them had any specific course that covered topics such as race, class, gender, sexuality, things like that. Um, there was nothing in their general education or within their physical education coursework to cover those things, which, um, you know, just in, in being a teacher, those are sort of considerations you might want to to think about when you're addressing you know large groups of students but then to not have that in in PE was somewhat problematic as well um, and and several teachers shared some struggles that they that they had because of that the second theme um, was this curricular emphasis on team sports um, you know rather than learning curricular models 
for example, a lot of these three teachers in particular um, would learn a lot about um, just specific team sports uh, and a lot of them. So um, basketball, volleyball, floor hockey, softball, so strategy rules, things like that, which you know, that that doesn't appeal to all students. And especially if you're teaching students that don't necessarily have access to a lot of, um, you know, extracurricular activities or, or green spaces in their communities to participate in, in those activities. Um, so that was the second theme. And then the third theme uh, was the level of exposure each of the teachers had to urban schools and communities. And every, every teacher preparation program is a little bit different. So, um, some one college may have required a full experience in an urban setting or or maybe one school didn't re- have any requirements and at the time i'm sure that was very common and i'm not sure if that's changed uh since then especially in this particular state but uh there was a, a varying level of exposure to urban schools and communities which then had an impact on on the comfort level of each teacher when they were hired at an urban school uh, so that was, those were the three themes that I found with the teachers. Okay, great. So, um, you laid this out really well in the discussion section, but can you highlight some of the main points that you cover when we, um, talk about these three specific themes? Sure. Uh, thanks so much for that. I, you know, we, we work hard on all these articles all the time. So to get a compliment is just, it's just delightful. So the lack of coursework and sociocultural issues there were definite struggles that the, ter- the teachers encountered in their early careers, and it's not uncommon. And there's there are not standards, for example, in in you know teacher preparation programs. There's no police to to come in and say you must teach you know X, Y, and Z. So there are suggestions, but how how different programs address sociocultural issues uh, is very different, and. A lot of times, you know, maybe one experience in one course will sort of fulfill that requirement. But it is, um, it is quite disheartening, I guess, to to see that we, that high, teachers get hired in high need schools without much preparation. Um, so again, a lot of uh, a lot of struggles from all three teachers about just understanding um, the viewpoints of their students and their life experiences and why maybe they didn't uh, enjoy, you know physical education or school or, um, you know, maybe why they didn't have a clean uniform for, for PE one day, things like that were, were difficult for these teachers to understand because they hadn't really expanded their, their worldview, if you will, uh, about, you know, not being a white middle-class individual. Uh, when it comes to the team sports curriculum, you know, unfortunately, no matter how reflective we are as, as people, I think we all tend to uh, to teach what we know and teach what makes us comfortable. And so because all three teachers had this sport-based curriculum during their professional socialization, they sort of reproduced that in their classes. Um, and to some extent, this was highly unsuccessful because the students they were teaching weren't interested in things like floor hockey or volleyball because there wasn't a place for the students to participate in these activities after school. Um, they found the content you know, boring, irrelevant, inaccessible. And we've seen that in literature since the mid to late 90s. Um, Catherine and Ennis, Ennis and Chen, they had a lot of, of these uh, findings 
even, you know, gosh, that's almost, that's 20 years ago. So we've, we've known this for a while, but not much has changed when it comes to how we prepare uh, physical education teachers. And then the third theme uh, was the lack of urban school placements, which really put the teachers at a disadvantage when they were hired into urban schools because they didn't have any frame of reference for some of the challenges that they encountered when they when they started teaching. So not that an urban school one urban school placement will necessarily prepare you for everything, but having, you know, having some experience and and working to develop acceptance and commitment towards cultural competence is really important for teachers to have or teacher candidates to have in their teacher preparation programs. Okay, great. And your article concludes with the finding that early career physical educators are woefully underprepared to teach in urban schools. Can you explain the three strategies you propose to fix this? Absolutely. Um, so obviously we're always learning and reflecting, but I b do believe that um, teacher education programs should include coursework and sociocultural issues specific to physical education. Um, we continually have a diversifying society and teachers are going to be responsible for teaching students who view the world differently based on their values, their experiences. They may have different language backgrounds, different racial, ethnic, religious backgrounds. So we really need to see to help our teachers understand that, you know, their experiences uh, may not be the norm for their students and to sort of you know, see those as strengths and not deficits. Um, and that that's my first, uh, first strategy. Um, the second strategy is to really encourage PEAT programs to move beyond, you know, teaching the sports, sports and, and sports skills only in their programs um, to find activities that are appealing to students in a variety of backgrounds. So, um, you know, fitness activities, um, dance, outdoor pursuits, adventure education, active gaming. There's there's so many things that that folks do to be physically active that include just including uh, team sports is uh, it doesn't serve all students. And then finally, I think teacher education programs uh, need to work towards providing really well-planned and meaningful experiences in urban environments for teachers or candidates, um, not just maybe requiring an observation or or a you know a visit to a school as a as a tourist during a professional socialization program, but really working with local schools and uh, learning how to work with diverse students and diverse um, teachers, for that matter to understand, you know, the how how an urban school operates and just having more familiarity with that, uh, because there are some challenges that, that are not encountered in suburban or rural schools. So. so thank you so much for that. I think there's a lot of things here in your paper that reflect on both students and institutions on um, the things that they can do to improve culturally responsive pedagogy in physical education. And I think that you bring up some really good strategies here that both students individually can go out and get experiences in and where we call for a little bit of a change in uh, institutions. So um, we want to thank you so much for your time, Dr. Flory. Uh, for those of you who want to read the full article by Dr. Flory, you can find it in the European Physical Education Review that was published in 2016. Um, and that's all we have for you on this one. Thanks for listening and thanks, Dr. Flory. No problem. Thanks again. Damn it. Yeah.
Good day. Until one. Go. Go. Go.